0: podcast has bad words. Patreon! What's up? Thanks for all your support, y'all. You guys are awesome.
1: All right, y'all. Before we dive into our surprise questions today, and before we talk about the gifts we hate, let's read some more about less. The article I have here today is from Going Zero Waste, and it's somewhere around here, Ryan. (laughs) It is called 50 of the Best Experience Gifts, or I would use the adjective and say experiential gifts. Um... We'll just go through these, right? I don't know if we'll read all 50, but we might. Yeah. Because these these are all gifts. We might just agree or disagree. I Co- love
0: how this article has like... It goes from like cheap to medium to like expensive. Yeah. Or cheap to medium or to... Yeah, to kind of cheap and then expensive. It's like pick how... Whatever your budget is, here are some options for you.
1: Exactly. So the first one is coffee, which we agree with. BanditCoffee.co. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> or or Awesome coffee. Uh, You know, if you're in los angeles my four favorite coffee shops are blue bottle which is a chain it that is owned by a major corporation but they're still really good and they're beautiful mm-hmm. uh, if you want local coffee shops i think my favorite place in all of la is squirrel yeah best food but also phenomenal coffee top five coffee for sure yeah um, pcp paramount yeah. coffee project in mm-hmm. west hollywood is great coffee they're roasting their own now yeah they just started cool. doing that um and uh Deglo over in uh Silverle. Yeah, Deglo is great. Really yeah. good spots. Yeah.
0: Well, what I like about Deglo is they they're curators. So like you can go to Deglo and you can get stuff from like Switzerland or from like these crazy roasteries that you otherwise would not have any access to. Yeah. In fact, Deglo is the only shop or one of the only shops that has these agreements with these smaller roasters. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, if you see, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a like nothing's coming off the top of my head right now. But like you might you might see a roaster there, and they're the only other store besides that roastery over in Switzerland that has their coffee. So yeah. it's yeah, it's kind
1: of cool. Like it can create a pretty awesome experience. So it's not buying Folgers. It's a, it, And that's the difference between like an intentional gift and an obligatory gift. Oh, Ryan likes coffee. I feel like I better just hurry up and go get him a bag of coffee or Dunkin' no. Donuts. <laughs> you got that fringe vanilla? Oh my god! <laughs> All right, what about ice cream, Ryan? Yeah. Uh, man. Again, this is something else. Like, if you could go buy the cheap like uh, Albertsons Neapolitan ice cream, mm-hmm. you uh, that's not very intentional. But if you're buying ice cream for someone who really enjoys ice cream, you go to Salt and Straw or a place like that where it's in a, you're creating an experience. It's gonna be, for be something someone.
0: unique. You know, it's funny. I used to call that the uh napoleon ice cream (laughs) so i learned how to pronounce it like i don't know a couple months ago
1: (laughs) wait did i call it that no okay no no you you, i wouldn't be surprised no
0: you said it the correct way
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I think it was mariah she's like did you call that napoleon ice cream (laughs) (laughs) number three is a hike um take a hike ryan yeah i will thanks (laughs) Hikes uh, <laughs> are good, walks are good, man. Like yeah, and you, but you don't have to wait for a birthday for that. That's you could, true. You could just go. Hey, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, we we are not far from Runyon Canyon, and I often just during after lunch break, I found if I, to get from this office to the top of Runyon Canyon and back, I can do it in exactly one hour. Nice. Yeah, and if I'm hustling, right. Yeah. And uh, I'll come back here sweating, but as long as I don't have to film or you know take photos or anything, I will just yeah. I'll be a sweaty a uh, sweaty guy for about four or five more hours getting some work done in the afternoon but yeah. it's a nice thing after lunch it's sunny out and if you go during the week it, 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 it's just it, it's getting the fresh air it's getting the sun it's like the, it's not just the gift of the hike it's the sunshine it's the walking it's the exercise it's the camaraderie it's the experience together number four is a picnic that's nice <laughs> Number five. I don't is, think I've uh, ever been on a picnic, like a legit picnic.
0: I have, uh, like, like you know, you gotta have the blanket and the basket and like the ants trying to carry stuff
1: away. It has to be the weave, like the weave basket, like the wicker basket. <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah, it's it's a fake picnic. Then, dude, there is a uh, there's somewhere in LA like they actually
0: provide picnic baskets for like lunches for you you got to return the basket but it's like they'll sell you the picnic experience which i'm not dogging i mean it's actually not a bad idea that way i don't have to own a picnic basket
1: right uh, i remember one of my first dates with bex we went on a, a sort of picnic um and she brought a hammock mm. and that was awesome because like we just like hooked it up to two different trees this is in missoula and we had lunch Yeah, whatever she made—fried bologna sandwiches. I think (laughs) your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It was as a kid, man. I put like eight pieces of bologna on there. Oh my god, dude! Oh, bologna
0: in Miracle Whip. I was so
1: fat. No, no, me too. Number five, ice skating. I did this once. Uh, It's a great thing to do for Ella. If you're coordinated. Yeah, Yeah. Also, like. I'm 6'2", but I have the legs of, like, a 6'5 person. You're all legs, Millie. Yeah, and it's, like, it's it's all... It's, I'm like a, gi- a baby giraffe trying to walk for the first time. You ever see that? Like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. These are
1: really good ideas so far. So far, so good. We'll put a link yeah. to the entire article. so you. This this, they great, write man. about each, each uh, bit as well. Yeah. Number six is roller skating. Uh, again, ice skating, roller skating, pretty similar things. Number seven, go out for a drink um yeah i think it depends on the person
0: well i i think they kind of doubled up there because coffee's a drink
1: Ooh, but yeah but so coffee's different from going out for coffee too right oh yeah so going out for coffee could be different from me buying you a bag of bandit coffee Mm -hmm. or blue bottle coffee or or say coffee or 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 whomever number eight is gardening slash composting class now, at first, I thought it, when I first read this, I thought it was just gardening, and I was like, you just, "You're coming to someone's backyard and like I don't know, planting kale or something. Yeah. Probably, probably get the permission first. Do one of my one of my favorite gifts I got was uh,
0: a tomato. It was like a bucket with a tomato plant in it. But what was cool is like because Mariah and I lived in Missoula in an apartment that had no yard at all. It was just we had a balcony. Yeah, but like that gift was perfect because it was its own garden with a plant already in there that we could just put on the balcony. (laughs) It was a ready-made garden. Yes. And then, yeah,
1: reap the fruit. Number nine, movie tickets for two. That's a good idea. Yeah. Or tickets to an event, concert, whatever. We'll talk more about that I think later in this. But um, Including babysitting in that is really important. Like, uh, we went out to that Matt Nathanson concert last week, mm-hmm. and a babysitter's expensive, man. Like, yeah. the babysitter cost me more than the tickets to the Matt Nathanson concert. Wow. Uh, so, but really,
0: think about I it. mean, You're it for the experience of the Matt Nathanson. Yeah, the, but it's it's all part of the same thing, I guess. Is what yeah, I'm trying to say. It's all inclusive. You know, yeah. you,
1: you have to pay a babysitter per hour, and and you want a good babysitter. They cost a lot. Not as much as a good filmmaker. Are you saying we're in the wrong business? Uh, I'm saying. Oh wait, not as
0: much as a good filmmaker. Right,
1: right. I'm saying Jordan should be a a babysitter. (laughs) All right, uh, number babysits us. (laughs) (laughs) Number ten is bowling. I've had fun bowling before. I love. I suck
0: at it, but I really do enjoy. I love the experience of bowling only because I'm I'm a competitive person especially against myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I bowl, I, I got to bowl two or three games. So I have something to, you know, compare my games to. Yeah. But, yeah, it's – yeah, I like bowling.
1: Do you remember we used to go to the place – was that in Franklin where we played volleyball oh, at the yeah. bowling alley? Yeah, it was, man. <laughs> so uh, – That was a lot of fun. There was a place in Franklin, Ohio, which is just south of, of, uh, of Dayton. Um, and we would go play volleyball there. We and were in a league. Yeah, we were in a volleyball league. Yeah. And – We'd also play bowling there for, like, corporate events sometimes or, or whatever. But the the thing about – or we'd just play bowling after the volleyball was over. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, like, I'm better at both of those sports, if we can call them sports. Um, well, volleyball is definitely a sport. Uh, uh, bowling is a, a skill. It's a, it's a skill. Um we're not going to get into this argument right now (laughs) mainly because i don't care okay you're gonna gonna die on this hill ryan
0: all right fine josh let's offend all the (laughs) professional bowlers
1: out there (laughs) yeah i'm sure all of our patreon supporters are professional bowlers (laughs) because that's our demographic (sighs) yes um no i i think bowling probably isn't a sport i think it's probably a skill set much i think the same is probably true for golf but um and maybe even baseball.
0: Any any other <laughs> skill sets you wanna put down, Josh,
1: that aren't sports? <laughs> typing. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm pretty good at typing, but it's not a sport. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm probably better at you than typing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But it's not a sport, okay? <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna win. It doesn't require athletic prowess. It doesn't yeah, so Jordan is saying it doesn't require athletic ability. Mm-hmm. Um and that, that's, I think, often the argument. I, I no one's th- arguing here except for you, Josh. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the thing about bowling and volleyball is I was better than I should have been at both of those, but still below mediocre somehow. <laughs> Dude, we were great amateurs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number 11 is a lecture. Now, I don't think what she means here is lecture someone for their birthday. Hey, hey Ryan, how come you haven't done the dishes lately? Here's why you need to recycle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, this is a great idea once once you read the explanation of what the lecture is.
1: Right, we're actually we we've, we've done this a few times where we'll go out like we're gonna go to a sam harris event this summer a mm-hmm. lecture i've gone to several of his lectures Yeah, we saw rob bell earlier in the year yeah actually i've seen him twice in the last year because podcast sean and i went to he did this little he's on tour right now the jo- the introduction to joy tour it was even better than the tour last year it was awesome. so so good so many great takeaways cool. from that but again you don't have to wait for a birthday for any of these experiences or any of these consumables uh, lecture and then comedy show or improv show for two yeah we go to the comedy uh comedy store all the time yeah uh I also i just yeah i enjoy that experience mm-hmm. but it it is especially for people who don't go to these things often there are great comedy clubs in virtually every city yeah we're from dayton ohio you can go to wiley's or you can go to the funny bone yeah. and they're they have great comics there all the time because they're on tour that's most comics are road comics. That's how they make a living. So they go to places like Des Moines and Saginaw yeah. and Dayton. It's making me
0: think of Crashing and like yeah, the, the, the life of a, a comedian.
1: The T V show Crashing. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's 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 a good show. But it's yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Like they it's like a good comic. I mean, they would just get up on the corner on a soapbox and start telling jokes just so they could like practice their craft. But that's, what's fun about going to these random places is that sometimes you get unique shows because they're just out there practicing their, their jokes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and they might fall flat on their face, but that's part of the, it's the sort of the, the tight walk rope in a way, right? It, it's walking the tight rope and knowing that sometimes they fall, and that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Or if they execute it and they've made it across. Yeah. Uh, let's do a few more of these here. Maybe we'll just jump around a little bit. Uh, arcade batting cages, a forging trip for two. And keep in mind too, like all fifty of these things, like they're just ideas. Yeah, I and mean, that that's they're not all the great part. ideas. <laughs> and uh, what might be a great idea for someone is a bad idea for someone right. else. Laser yeah. tag exactly. is can be really fun. Yeah. I'm the only person I know who has really injured himself playing laser tag. <laughs> when we were in Missoula. That's yeah. right, dude. I was bleeding so bad. I, didn't even know I bled that. all over the laser tag got gun. shot, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know these were real lasers. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Uh, rock climbing. That's a good one. Just bouldering is, oh, is good for, for newbies. Um, I haven't gone bouldering in a while, but I used to go quite a bit. Uh, fermentation workshop for two museum tickets so we, we took uh ella and bex to the natural history museum and you and mariah went with us mm-hmm. and um we saw a tarantula there and i remember cool. later in the day she was remarking she was remarking on how small the tarantula was. it was not a small tarantula at no. all it was big and she was like yeah it's a pretty small tarantula we saw today <laughs> i'm like what a weird detail to remember. <laughs> Actually, what a weird detail to misremember. Oh. A campground for a weekend. Please don't get me that gift. <clears throat> a pub crawl. I also don't want that gift. <laughs> trampoline place for two. We take Ella to. There's a place, flying squirrel. Flying squirrel, in Missoula, or the Sky Zone here in in California, and it's trampoline. trampolines. Dude, I really want to go there, but I just I, I got to find out when the adult hours are no just go with go with ella yeah you t- if you take ella it'll give Bex and i some free time <laughs> and she'll love it Genius. because you'll jump around with because when you're there with your kid you jump around all you want and yeah. you do all the crazy tricks and like i'm dunking basketballs it's awesome yeah uh you're diving into the the you know, styrofoam whatever it's that's, it's a fun experience oh for dear. sure that's what I'm going after this podcast escape room I think our our this kind of looks like a, an escape room have you ever done an escape room no yeah have you? it's yeah dude they're great
0: there's, really there's, there's there's a few in Missoula um yeah I, I've I've done them several times and they are a lot of fun they're a lot of fun. <sighs>
1: Yeah, I imagine they they can be hit or miss. I'm sure there are well, uh, there outstanding ones, and yeah. there are terrible ones. And you've got to be a fan of games. Mm. So count me out.
0: Right. So I mean, if you're not a fan of like, you know, a board game, then escape room like you're just you're pretty much living in the board game. <laughs> so yeah, if you're not a fan of board games, you're not going to be a fan of escape rooms. Probably.
1: Uh, that's the nice thing about Bex <clears throat> and me
0: you both hate the same things we
1: yeah <laughs> that's, that's, preferences are important man <laughs> indeed yoga passes for a month or just maybe take somebody for to a yoga class yeah just, just a, a intermediate or a beginner's yoga class i know we did that a few times ryan where we took you and, and mariah me and me and bex and just the four of us we go to a yoga great. class together yeah. again didn't have to wait for the birthday for that to happen a chocolate workshop Mm. i don't know what that is but it sounds delicious (laughs) chocolate in front of anything and i'm in (laughs) hey guys ready for my chocolate packing party (laughs) packing all the chocolate in my mouth (laughs) uh 28 uh theater show 27 or 26 was theater show 27 mariah and i just went saw cats Uh it's the first time i've ever seen it
0: yeah do you know what year cats came out the play i'm gonna guess 1980 1981 Wow, the year we were born. Almost 40 years, 37 years old, that, yeah. that show is. The last year of Generation X. It is like, well, what's cool about Cats is it's so 80s, but it came out in 81. Mm-hmm. So it was like the original 80s. Yeah. Like yeah. it's really, it's really, uh, it's really lame,
1: but for all the right reasons. It's the opening <laughs> scene to the 1980s. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, 27 is uh, tickets to a minor sporting game. Oh. Is it like, like the, the Dayton, Dayton Dragons? Dragons? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the only minor sporting team I know of. It's only because we had
0: we had uh, season tickets. Like when I was working for our telecommunications company in the, the old corporate world, we had uh, a suite. Yeah. And it was pretty awesome, man, because like we could go out and find customers to take to the – like, hey, can I take you to our suite at the yeah. Dayton Dragons? And, like, I mean, the baseball games were fun, but, it's yeah, the suite experience was kind of – um, it was cool, man. You know, free food. It was all lame food. Like looking back, you know, it's like all the food I shouldn't be eating: chicken tenders and pizza and, yeah. <laughs> and French fries yeah. and yeah. But it was, it was, it's a lot of fun. I will say the 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 Dayton Dragons games are more there's more interaction going on on that minor league game than like a professional, like
1: when I would go see the Cincinnati Reds. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a certain energy there too. I think, I think they still hold the longest sellout record of any minor league. No, of any professional sports team. Oh, wow. it was the Portland trailblazers for a while, the, mm. the basketball team from Portland, the NBA team. But, um, I think the Dayton dragons passed them up. So wow. I don't know, It's like 12, 15 years, something crazy. They've sold out every game, for that period of time wow. so there's an energy there at fifth third field downtown dayton mm-hmm. people going to those games uh i remember we used to play softball there we once a year we oh, do yeah. retail versus business yeah that was a lot of fun too yes indeed yeah. um as long as no one takes a baseball bat to your car
0: right
1: <laughs> <Our> number 28 <laughs> is uh wine tasting um, mm. Yeah, again, not something for me. I've heard of these new things uh, thanks to the Joe Budden podcast I was listening to. Apparently, they have this this thing called a paint and sip. Now, well, if mm-hmm. you say it quickly, it sounds like uh, no sip and paint is what they call it. But if you say it quickly, it sounds like sip and paint, <laughs> which is a bad idea, kids. Right? Don't sip paint. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, sip and this paint. message brought to you by Ryan Nicodemus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> sip paint. Huff paint. That's really No. <laughs> no. So sip paint, I'm assuming it's like an adult party where like you yeah. paint and you drink wine.
1: Yeah, it's usually like painting a model. Um uh, so like they give you the paint and they give you the wine and you apparently, you know, get inebriated and I've seen they, these coloring funny paintings. I've seen these coloring book parties too that adults have, which
0: uh, it's not something like I well I suck at drawing. Uh-huh. And even at 37 years old I can't
1: stand the lines when I color. there's something interesting about the about this because uh, when you do the drawings on like an ipad or a tablet uh, ella has this tablet and and apps where she like colors Mm -hmm. in them but it lets you just color like this and you're just coloring in you know so it it colors in the lines for you okay which i don't know if it's good or bad yeah i don't know leave a comment in 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 the patreon comments below y'all let me know if that's good or bad for my for my <clears throat> daughter. Well, I know that And if I should spank her. <laughs> I as know that, a result, I know that Jordan draws on his iPad and he does some
0: amazing drawings. And uh, yeah, I think it's all you know. It's like They're any all other
1: paint by numbers, just <clears throat> like Ella's. It's actually. all it's it's like any other tool. You know, a tool is as good as its user. Like that's you know depends yeah, actually, on how you use it. You can find some of his drawings. He does a beautiful job. Uh, he's on Instagram at Jordan No More yeah. K N O W. Um, dance lessons. That's oh, your newest one? Let me, ta- let oh, me yeah. take a look. Let's see. Ace Ventura. Oh look <laughs> at that. He he drew Ace Ventura. So pet detective. So as we're talking about that this, is so you can good. put it up on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's put up, put that up on the screen. So. Yeah. It's so good. Dude, that is awesome, man. That's incredible. Nice work, brother. Um Bathhouse for two. This is one of the best gifts. Yeah. You and I really enjoy going to Voda Spa. I was just there Saturday. In West Hollywood or Fairfax, whatever neighborhood it's in. Yeah, Santa Monica and, yeah, I forget what the cross street is. Probably Spaulding.
0: Oh, it is. It is Santa Monica and Spaulding. Yeah, so
1: it's called Voda. It's a Russian bathhouse. If you go there at night, you'll you will they will speak Russian to you, especially that you look like you're from Finland, like me. <laughs> um, they often think that I'm Finnish. Have you ever been there at like eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night? Yes. It's packed. It is a completely different place. Yeah. If you go in the mornings, though, anytime before like 2 p.m., it's yeah. relatively quiet. But
0: like at 8 p.m., it's like an L.A. scene, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure.
1: Yeah. But uh, it's nice. Yeah. Um, the, you can go from 220 degrees down to the, they have a cold plunge pool there. What mm-hmm. makes it euphoric is alternating between the two. The cold plunge is 30 degrees cause it's salinated. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially below freezing at its coldest. And then you go to 220 degree dry sauna or 180 degree wet sauna or 150 degree steam room. And it be and you, you alternate between that and the cold the cold plunge. Mm-hmm. I like to stay in the cold plunge for five or six minutes and yeah. it is euphoria. It's unbelievable. Amazing. Amazing. I was talking so, yeah.
0: to Leon, the guy that owns the place, and he was saying that he went he used to go to City Spa, which is a it's a great bathhouse. Uh it's on Pico. I haven't been yet. I've
1: heard about it. I've heard people mention the the bathhouse on Pico.
0: But uh yeah, it's called City Spa, and he was basically saying how there were like a few things that he kept telling the owners and managers about like, hey, if you could just like give us a little bit better towels, if you could do some co-ed days. And he, he said he was, you know, going to that for 11 or 12 years and finally was able to you know, have, have the resources to open up his own spa. Wow. And, and do everything that he wanted to do. So he took City Spa and basically added, you know, just some like better services. And the co-ed thing is huge. Because mm-hmm. like that is, um, it's so nice for Mariah and I to be able to go together and like have this amazing experience like when we go to the gym, if we're gonna do the steam room, like there, there's a steam room in the women's ba- bathroom. There's a steam room in the
1: guys' bathroom. And that's how a lot of bathhouses are. Yeah, yeah. Where where they're either segregated, so it's like a separate room for men and separate room for women, or some of them, like the one we went to in Chicago, we took podcast Sean to, and I thought he was either going to go to heaven or die, <laughs> and then go to heaven. Sean's never been back to a Russian bathhouse, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was it was all it was all men. So like it was a bunch of naked Russian men sort of just walking around. yeah. Um, which, yeah, I'm, I'm not a modest person, so I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. But um, but Voda, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's co-ed. Yeah, it's co-ed. It's clothed, co-ed, not fully clothed. Like you just wear your, like it's swimming, essentially. It's, yeah. Yeah, so um, if you're somewhere that has access to some sort of bathhouse, it could be a Korean spa, it can be a, uh, a Russian spa, Finnish There are a bunch of them, and they're Um, pretty. They're relatively affordable. I mean,
0: it's not. They're usually about thirty-five to fifty-five bucks. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and it's uh, it's a really good experience. It's worth it's worth trying. Tickets, for sure. Uh, Sponsor a run is another one. A zip lining excursion is another.
0: I did that in uh, Maui when we went to Hawaii. Yeah. When we won best salesman of the year. <laughs> you were best regional salesman, I was best manager.
1: Quick Ryan, overrated or underrated? Uh, what? Maui. Uh, underrated. Uh, well, because it's not wrong answer. Next question.
0: No, dude. <sighs> well, you didn't like Maui because uh, like you're just not into that. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're
1: but missing, it's funny you're missing though, the
0: joke, but it's okay. No, no, I like jokes, but here's the thing is let me let me ask you though if if it's something is rated appropriately
1: they'd say it's rated appropriately oh okay appropriately but rated. that's not
0: the option you gave me
1: <laughs> hey, ryan are you a conformist <laughs> i don't know let me know or an American. i don't know tell me <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see Zip lining, a massage that's a great one whether yeah. it's like a personal mas- i gave back some massage last night mm-hmm. she, uh, she actually got off an airplane she's like I could really, my back could use a little massage. I'm like, sorry, all, all I have left are big massages, <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully, hopefully that'll do. And Yeah, just you know, turn some music on. Whatever, dude. Massage and, is just a,
0: it's just the door to sex, man.
1: Like it that, wasn't it's. last night, but it often can be. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was genuinely trying to help. Uh, speaking of, yeah, not always. Speaking but. of sex, number thirty-four is a facial. I, I got that for back. Wait, I never mind. Um <laughs> number 35 is dinner.
0: Oh, speaking of sex, <laughs> <laughs>
1: have a dinner. Yeah, th- dinner. Um yeah, and dinner can be me- t- taking someone out, cooking for them as well. Uh, in fact, you know, some of the best meals I ever have is when Bex makes something with the sous vide. It's mm. amazing. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-six is a bread making class. Uh, Thirty-seven, musical classes. A cooking class is thirty-eight. Thirty-nine is tandem skydiving. That's like quite the leap from cooking class to. Or jump out of a plane with me, dude. Yeah, Mariah. You've done that. Yeah, Mariah and I skydived, and it was like, oh, dude, it was great.
0: I don't think I'd ever do it again. And it was total spur of the moment peer pressure. Mm-hmm. I gave in to uh, to some friends who were in town. But it was it was skydiving over Glacier National Park. It wasn't. I was like, man, if there's any way to see Glacier National Park, yeah, it's you know skydiving, right? And it it was pretty awesome. Or by a drone, people. <laughs> or by a drone. <laughs> Dude, but I'll tell you, like the yeah, that adrenaline when you hit the ground. I mean, it. it there's nothing. I've never experienced anything like that. I, I mean, my
1: heart is racing a little bit right now just you talking about yeah. it. I'm I'm getting a little anxious. Yeah, like you, like sex almost gets you there with that adrenaline. But yeah. like,
0: but skydiving is because there is something about like, oh my god! Like when I hit the ground, I'm like, why am I scared of anything? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could have just died. <laughs> Do you remember we were on our first tour? 2011. <gasps> No, yeah, this is 2011. 2011. This is before our first tour. We were driving from Portland down to San Francisco to meet with Leo Babalta, mm-hmm. and uh, we had been at WDS, mm-hmm. which is a conference. We were at. You were still in the corporate world, so you had to like take I don't know f- a week off, uh, vacation yeah, time. this is uh, July weekend
0: of July fourth, two thousand and eleven. Yeah,
1: and we were driving down, and you like I broke my ankle. twisted your ankle and broke. Just I mean, I you made like a yet. a. A 18-inch jump to look at seals. Yeah, I just li- well, because it was on those rocks. Yeah, and, and you I just twisted it on. just the wrong yeah. way. And the weird thing is, like, Ryan is the most durable person I know, except for his feet. And yeah. this is foot adjacent. My
0: Achilles heel, it turns out, it's my Achilles heel. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
1: let's go through the rest of these real quick. I'll, I'll just... Uh, Ramble them off. Yeah, let's the last see, 10 or 11. Opera tickets, theme park passes, sailing trip, hot air balloon, tickets for a concert, tickets for a major sporting game, cycling ride tour for two, or you could just go cycling together. When we, Bex and I went to Venice Beach when we first came out, we just rented bikes for, I don't know, it was like $5 or something. Or now you can rent, rent scooters. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so cycling for two, uh, photo shoot, uh, consider hot. Hiring a photographer to take family photos, glamour shots. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I don't know why I'm burping. It's this coffee you gifted me. <laughs> chef's tasting menu, mm. a gym membership, or a trip. Just like at the end of our videos, where I trip you. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> I think that is. Uh, if you go to Giphy now, that uh, Jordan oh, he, has created yeah. and Jessica have uh, have created There's some good ones. These uh, these gifts, like one of them, me tripping Ryan. Um, yeah, so if you want to share gifts of us doing <laughs> stupid stuff. I don't some know the, why you would want to. Some of the ones with the that you shot with the super eight Jordan. Mm-hmm. Those are good, man. All right, Ryan, what uh what gifts do you hate getting?
0: Oh, man. Give um Any specifics? I haven't gotten a bad gift in a while, man. Uh
1: just wait until this birthday.
0: Decorations. Like and this is like this is no offense to my mother. I just think like she goes out of her way to try and like here's a piece of Here's a piece of art, or here's a decoration that you can put in your house. Okay, and I think there's something with like, you know, there's a piece of her mm-hmm. living in the house, and that's why she gifts me a lot of decorations. Oh, it's for her in a way. Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've not really talked to her about it. But uh, but I know like um, I had a friend, uh, Sean was with me. We were down in Orlando uh, with my friend Fang Lee, who she she's an awesome artist. Um, she, uh, had gifted me some succulents and I still have those and like, they're growing and they're flourishing. And every time I look at them, I'm like, Oh, that's right. Fang gave me those. And it's kind of cool to like have, you know, some memories. Um, but, but yeah, it's like when it's something that I, that doesn't really go with my visual taste with my aesthetic tastes, like, yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of frustrating. But my mom, I mean, the last time she gave me a gift, it was decorations for the house. And half of the decorations, um, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna find these a better home." And she had this nice little owl vase that I kept. But she even told me when she gave me the gift, she's like, "I want you to keep these as long as you like them, as long as they add value to your life." Mm -hmm. She's like, "But if you, you know, find them a better home, like I'm okay with that." So, um, so yeah, I don't know what what, uh,
1: tie clips. I'm trying to think of other things I've gotten before in the past. To me, like what. Two things are the, the surface there. The, if it's a tie clip, it's like I hate when gifts aren't deliberate, you know. So yeah. when, when they feel like an obligation is what you're saying is yeah. one thing. Or the other side is if it, if the gift is actually about them. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, there there are parodies of this. Remember when Homer got Marge on, on The Simpsons a bowling ball that yeah. said Homer on it? Right. I mean, <laughs> uh, or uh, a better example is on The Sopranos. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever watched The Sopranos, but... uh, I
0: I caught a few episodes. I didn't see the whole...
1: AJ, uh, Tony Soprano's son, teenage son, bought his dad a DVD copy of The Matrix. (laughs) So this is like back in 99, 2000, when it was like brand new, (laughs) for his birthday for Christmas. And like, here you go, dad. Here's your gift. (laughs) Dude, I bought my girlfriend in high school. I bought her (laughs) (laughs) her a the double
0: disc true cd <laughs> but it was like it was for it was for us because we rode around in her car all the time and we would listen to music true to the game <laughs> is that what it was called
1: yes that's hilarious man that was their second album no limit yeah. yeah so um so it sounds to me like when the gift is more about them than it is about you and to me that is what i hate so if you are asking me yeah. what, what do i hate uh, this is patreon so i I can be candid here i can be frank with you all i i hate all gifts i don't want your damn gift (laughs) keep it okay but i don't do that because then it becomes about me right Mm -hmm. so when someone gives me a gift it's at this point because you and i have done a really great job over the last decade (laughs) setting expectations the gifts tend to be pretty intentional yeah People will donate to a charity in our name. Like mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. That's a gift I can get behind. Yeah. Or they will, um, and they'll do chocolate. They'll do coffee. They'll do babysitter. Like there are very few gifts. But for the most part, the best gift is not giving me a gift. And people know that now because I've done a good enough job setting expectation. But yeah. where I haven't done a good enough job, or I haven't communicated enough effectively enough, mm-hmm. people give me something. I say thank you, yeah. and I appreciate that, and I'm kind, and I show them respect, mm-hmm. and then I get to do whatever I want with that gift, ultimately.
0: Yeah, when when my, it seemed to happen with my mom a lot with gifts, where she would get me gifts on these obligatory days, and at first, I was kind of just like, this is before even The Minimalists. Like, this was just like, on a random Christmas before, you know, before 2010, um she'd give me a bunch of gifts and I would be looking at them and like the look on her face is like, is, she, is he gonna like him or not? And I would just be like, Mom, why would you get me this stuff? But like now, if someone gets me some, you know, crap that I don't like, it's like, I'll give him a hug and say, Oh, you know, I love you. Thank you. I I know that you love me and I appreciate the thought. It's like my, my Oma when she gave me the paperweight. Yeah. Oh, you're a writer? Here's a paperweight.
1: I'm like, okay. <laughs> like I'm not gonna explain to her why I don't need a paperweight. But it seems I think that's a really good point, Ryan. I, when you just said that, it reminded me of Ella. Like, if she, you know, kids are unfiltered, especially before they're five. Mm-hmm. And so, if they don't like something you got them, they really will, enough? they're, they're going to tell you yeah. immediately yeah. that it, what is this garbage? Or, oh, that's stupid. Why would you like, they will tell you. And as adults, and that's hurtful, by the way. It's hurtful if even now I do something. I go way out of my way for to do something for Ella, and she does this all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I do something really nice, and we're re- we're trying really hard to teach her appreciation. She mm. struggles with showing appreciation. Mm. She struggles with saying thank you. She struggles with saying I'm sorry. She yeah. she struggles with expression.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's also five.
1: Yeah, but I know other parents with five-year-olds who do a good job uh the, the and maybe it's the lack of parenting on my part or maybe it's just sure uh it, i'm it, just
0: saying you know we got to cut her some slack man
1: no i i agree <laughs> and, I, and so and that's what i have to do when when i when i get my feelings hurt by like because it makes me <laughs> i don't like that screw you Ella. <laughs> well no it makes me not want to do go out oh. of my way to do nice things for her right mm. and i I can understand that she's not going to like everything that i do for her uh, she may not appreciate it every time but as an adult i have the ability to pause and actually appreciate the sentiment mm. and five-year-olds can't appreciate the sentiment uh, they care about the object or the experience itself mm. whereas i can step back and sort of take an esoteric view of the thing and say oh wow, their heart is in the right place and they're really trying to add value and I do appreciate that and I'm grateful for our friendship. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so gifts we love, gifts we hate. Well, we did the gifts we hate. What about gifts you... So what about this? Gifts... I love consumables. So gifts you hate. Mm -hmm. Gifts we enjoy. Gifts we are excited about. So I'm, I'm I'm trying not to use that word love, right? Yeah, but because I do, I do love the experience of a good cup of
0: coffee. I do love the experience of cooking with that pickled relish onion onion uh, jam I was talking about earlier. Man, that stuff was amazing, man.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just trying to, for me personally, and I'm mm. not I'm not I'm not prescribing this to anyone else. I'm yep. trying to, although I am prescribing it to Ella, mm. I, I try to get her to talk about enjoyment instead of love. But can, can enjoyment and love be synonymous? No, I don't think so. I, I think they can coincide for sure. Mm. I don't think they're synonyms. Mm. And I think that's... that's Because it's, I love tacos, I love my mother. Right. A-
0: and Well, I mean, that's just a problem with the uh, colloquialism of of the English language. I mean...
1: I agree. Yeah. I, I agree that it is. And we, we don't have... A, even though it's the most robust vocabulary in the world, there are more words in the English language than any other language by far, we don't have enough words for love. love, and and so in French, they have like a lot of different words for love. Right, in in any of the romance languages, um, it goes back to the sort of Latin, Greek. um, And and so what I've been teaching Ella lately is to enjoy the experience. And she's coming around with a lot of it, which is which is really really great, and and so so maybe it's gifts we enjoy, gifts we hate. What gifts we, do you enjoy, Josh? I don't, man. I don't like gifts at all. <laughs> I really feel that way. Yeah. And so so I'm the wrong person to ask about this. Uh, I I guess ultimately the the when we peel away the layers of the onion, mm-hmm. um, which would be a terrible gift for me, by the way, an onion. <laughs> when I'm Earthzar, Ryan, mm-hmm. we will outlaw onions and we will outlaw beige for any room no, that we'll is just, painted beige. Just be really
0: high fines. We don't want to take away people's choices.
1: No, no, it's it's against the law. And if you were willing to pay the fine, fine. But um, so what yeah. you're saying is, is you can use the color beige, or you can eat onions or garlic. There's a hundred thousand dollar fine. Oh,
0: but it's, so only rich people are going to be able to uh, afford to use the color beige and eat onions. They'll be
1: in their beige homes eating their roasted onions, <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be two classes of people. <sighs> <laughs> the have onions and the have not onions <laughs> uh, but no i i i do enjoy the sentiment no. and i enjoy gift giving much more than i enjoy gift receiving mm. but i enjoy gift giving and so it, for, for in a way my ability to give and give joy to other people i truly get joy from that mm. when I, I, when i take someone to a concert I spend half the time, and this is probably just a fault of mine, looking over to see if they're enjoying the concert. Yeah. Because if they're enjoying it, I enjoy it so, so much more. Definitely. Uh, in fact, I don't go to concerts by myself. But strangely, I'll go to movies by myself. I enjoy movies more by myself mm-hmm. because I'm not worried about the other person I brought with me. Are they enjoying this movie <laughs> too? this movie? Yeah. Do you like this? Do you not like yeah. it? No. Should I, I like it? I really, yeah. I enjoy
0: consumables. I enjoy experiences, anything, any, any gift that's physical. Like that's where I'm like, like my grandma sent me a ice scraper. My Oma sent me an ice scraper a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I live in Montana. Of course I already have an ice scraper. <laughs> i have been living there for three or four years. And, and it's like, I appreciate the sentiment. Right. There's no doubt about that. But like, yeah, I had to find that ice scraper a better home. um, But yeah. So, so any, anytime I get a physical gift, that isn't a consumable. That's usually when I'm like, I just smile and nod and say thank you and you know show appreciation for the for the thought for right. the sentiment. But but uh, yeah, it usually doesn't stick around too long.
1: Yeah. All right. That's gifts we hate, gifts we enjoy. What else we have here? Oh, so on Beck's birthday, Ella did this game. She's she's discovering like her own territories, and she's like, if you want to come into my room, you have to reach into this bag, and. and so she like did this little art project. She took a bunch of post-it notes and wrote yes or no on the post-it notes, right? And so if you can come in this room, it, you have to reach in. If you want to come in there, you have to pull out one that says yes. If not, you're if you pull out the no, you're not allowed to come in. <laughs> and so except she is still getting, she's a little bit confused about some letters. And so she must have written a hundred yeses, a hundred no's on all these post-it notes. Uh-huh. Spent all morning doing it. <laughs> except said, every yes said sex. <laughs> <laughs> so she has this whole bag of notes. <laughs> like, Sexes and no's? Yeah, she's like, mom, come here. Can you <laughs> reach in this bag? Mom pulls out a sex. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is sex or no. I'm like, that's that's a great that's a great bag for your mom and I. That but it's hilarious. It's almost like, because if you
0: think of, uh, like. Y- if you spell yes backwards, mm-hmm. it's s e y. Right, and she, I could see where the y would look like an x. That's exactly what she did. So yeah, she spelled it backwards. Yeah, se-
1: sex or no is the the game that uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Bex and I are now playing. It sounds like a uh, it's it's like the some kind of reality show like on Playboy
0: TV or something.
1: Yeah, it's like a the the game of consent. Yeah. Sex or no. Sex or no. Well, I mean, it's good she's it's because she's asking us for she's giving us like she's learning about consent which mm-hmm. is good mm-hmm. although it has nothing to do with you know sexual consent it's just like can i'm consenting for you to come in my room if and only if you pull out and for some reason i kept pulling out the nose and her <laughs> mom and so like hey it's time to read a story tonight and she's like well josh can't come in the room <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh. Oh. all right ryan overrated or underrated okay or appropriately rated <laughs> yes okay birthday gifts uh overrated. Totally agree. That's the right answer. But
0: you know what though, man?
1: That see it's
0: for you. This yeah. is for
1: your answer, Ryan. Yeah. You don't need to expound on this. Okay.
0: As long as people understand that like we're not laying down the law. This You're is You're laying just, down is, the law for you. This is
1: our perspectives. Yes. Hikes. Oh. Appropriately rated? Overrated is the correct answer. <laughs>
0: Dude, we, we just, Mariah and I just did this amazing hike on Friday called the Bridge to Nowhere.
1: Oh, tell me about that. It's freaking Real awesome.
0: Quick. So they were trying to connect Azusa with Palmdale. Okay. And there was this road.
1: That's where Azusa is, where Tony Robbins is from. Also, it's where Podcast oh. Sean got his motorcycle. It's also the Canyon City. Oh, wow. I, I, when... uh. In fact, next time Paul's out here, Paul from Canyon City, we yeah. should have him do a like a solo video in front of the sign because it says Azusa, the Canyon City. Oh, that's great! So um, there was this road
0: that they were building upon to connect these two cities, and they built this beautiful bridge, very sturdy, like back in the twenties, nineteen twenties, or like late. I don't know it was late twenties or early thirties, and they had a terrible storm. And before they – because this bridge basically went to this mountainside that they were going to blast the tunnel in. Okay. Uh, before they blasted the tunnel in the early 30s, a massive storm came through and just literally washed out the road. Mm. So there is no ro- – I mean, you, there's still bits of the road there. But, like, if you hike it, you could see why they did not repair this road because it's just – it's basically like the road was on the cliff and then – and pieces of it just completely fell off, like the side of the cliff. So it's a five and a half mile hike in mm. to this bridge to nowhere. Podcast uh, on, just find a some like just do a Google search with images, and and you'll see some pictures of it. But it's it's amazing. It's like this five and a half mile hike in. It's a very very easy hike, except for all the treacherous parts. <laughs> like it's super easy, except this time of year, especially with all the rain we've been getting. Like, you have to cross the river at least four different times, and they have uh, ropes that people have left there that you can kind of hang on to, but, like, the water is, like, hip or even waist height, and, dude, when water gets above your knee, like, it can very easily sweep you away. In fact, if it wasn't for the rope, and if it wasn't for the fact that you could put your foot in front of these rocks as you're crossing, like, if it was just you know water flowing and it was on a regular flat surface like you wouldn't be able to stand it would totally take you away gotcha. so um there's kind of these treacherous parts like that and then there's a couple parts where it gets a little hairy with like climbing up and down the, the mountainside but my point is is like a it was awesome exercise that i haven't been able to do in a while because my back's been broken mm-hmm. um but being able to get in there and like do this hike it was uh felt really really good to kind of get get back at it <laughs> <laughs> my
1: back hurts you're such a snowflake ryan you're like five vertebrae yeah it, but, I, so but yeah something was, you, it was it was a recommend
0: yeah we went yeah we went with two we went with uh, a couple friends of ours there was four of us like we hiked in we had a little picnic hung out for about an hour at the bridge and uh hiked back and dude it was it was absolutely wonderful
1: well, the correct answer is overrated. Oh, okay. are overrated. Oh, okay. And uh, although walking, I think, is underrated. Mm, see, I think walking's overrated. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is it overrated? Yes. Because? Because uh, I prefer ambulating, personally. <laughs> I, I like more syllables. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, what about beach day, Ryan? Days at the beach, overrated or underrated? Mm, overrated. Totally only,
0: overrated. Only because... You get sand in everything. Like having yes. a having a picnic on the beach, uh-huh. you're going to eat sand.
1: You're gonna have a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, sale price, overrated or underrated? Oh, overrated, man. Totally overrated. Because yeah. it it makes us buy things we we probably didn't want in the first place. Right. It's like here yeah, we're putting this item on sale because no one wants to buy it and we're trying to get it off our shelves. Maybe you want it now because Wait. It's creating false demand. Yep. And I think creating false demand is overrated. Yes. Sunshine, Ryan, overrated, underrated. Mm, underrated. I agree with that. Sunshine yeah. is underrated, and that's one of the reasons that I wanted to move to California. It's the reason we're all here, basically, is because I wanted more sunshine yeah. um, in my life. And man, I, if you combine the sunshine with the walk, then that, it's appro- that, then it's appropriately rated. The walk is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I I think so. That's one of the reasons I really enjoy i must also in love. I really enjoy living here. Mm-hmm. Is I live in, in West Hollywood, and it's relatively walkable, and it's almost always sunny, or yeah. at least partly. Like, a cloudy day is partially sunny, and uh, it every day is walkable, and I, I really, really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And it's free, and it's medicine, by the way. It's, exercise is medicine. Sunshine is medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, Wi-Fi, Ryan, overrated, underrated? um.
0: Appropriately
1: rated. That's the correct answer. <laughs> it
0: all depends on how you use it, man. <laughs>
1: Laugh uh, is laughter. Overrated, underrated. Um, appropriately rated. I think it's underrated. Hmm. I think we, especially in our culture, take things too seriously. Now, you and I don't. We're silly geese, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of fun with each other. I, I, we, you and I, go do absolutely nothing. Like once a quarter, Jordan will go take photos of us, and like those are real. The photos of us smiling, it's real laughter that's going on cuz we're yeah. doing the dumbest stuff. Although I feel bad sometimes for Bex and Mariah cuz like they're, they I think <laughs> especially Bex keep just keep looks at us she's like
0: what you guys are this isn't funny. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the funny part. Right. Right right
1: right. <laughs> so laughter I believe is underrated in in our society. Ryan Pillows, underrated or overrated? Overrated. I think they're underrated. Mm. Because I I think that...
0: A lot of nights, I end up tossing all my pillows on the floor and sleeping with no pillow.
1: When we're on tour, I remember for a while, I was just bringing my own pillow on tour with me. Because if I get the wrong pillows, it screws my whole night up. You know, Egyptians didn't really use pillows. And they were the... Thank goodness I'm not Egyptian.
0: (laughs) They were the smartest people ever. (laughs) Built pyramids.
1: (laughs) And what have they done since? a good point <laughs> <laughs> alright Drake overrated underrated <sighs> appropriately rated that is the correct answer yeah. vacations overrated underrated mm, overrated totally overrated last but not least nature is it overrated or underrated appropriately rated wrong answer it is overrated whatever All right. Why is it, how is nature overrated <laughs> Ryan I don't make the answers I just make them <laughs> <laughs> We're living in a slightly dystopian future, I've realized. Uh, I'm calling this next segment Batteries Included. Okay. <sighs> this past weekend, the same actually the same day, my battery or my I'm sorry, my book, my jewelry and my toothbrush all ran out of batteries.
0: Jewelry underrated or overrated,
1: depends. <laughs> okay so this ring this aura ring yeah ran out of battery actually was almost out of it was so much so it was like remember to charge it so it wasn't all the way out yeah but then my my kindle ran out was also low Mm -hmm. and my toothbrush was also low and i'm realizing like what kind of if you would have told me in 1988 when i was seven years old Mm -hmm. like Oh, make sure you charge your your book tonight. Make sure you charge your jewelry. Your toothbrush. Charge your toothbrush. That's crazy. Yeah. But I do get value from these things. It just seems slightly dystopian. Not enough to make a movie about it, but enough for me to bitch about it on a private podcast. (laughs) All right, next segment is called Corporate Grind Cartoons. Oh, Nice. So, Ryan, mm-hmm. we've been in, we we were in the corporate world for a long time, and these cartoons were so just profound to me. Mm. Uh what what would be another good word for this? Um there were shining examples. They were pr- they were profound. They were uh predicting the future. What what's what's the word I'm looking pr- for, Sean? Prescient. They were prescient. Yeah, that's a good word. We'll use that. Um all right, so, Ryan, around the, this cartoon here, and I think Jordan can probably put this on the video. Mm-hmm. It's from The New Yorker. They're both from The New Yorker. So uh, th- there's uh, four animals gathered around a table, mm-hmm. and on that table is a loaf of bread. Okay. There's a hen, what looks to be a wolf, a cat, and a goose, maybe? Okay. And the title of the cartoon is The Little Capitalist Hen. Okay, and the kid, the hen is is sort of directing the the meeting here, He's leading the meeting. Okay, and uh, he says, "Somebody baked this. Somebody baked this bread. Who will help me brand it? Who wants to manage the website? Who knows corporate law?" <laughs> and to me, this is like the perfect example of how we take our hobbies and everything that's fun that that yeah. we do is- in our society, and it feels to me like we have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how the hen is like all, you know, like serious, right? And every and everyone else looks at despair.
1: And <laughs> that's the f- despair I feel when we business eyes everything that we do. When everything becomes, it drives me crazy how much money we spend on accounting and bookkeeping, Ryan. Oh my god, it's, it's obscene. Absurd, but it's so we can comply with regulations and laws and file this form and that form and. Yeah. So we can do it so we can sit in this room and do a podcast. Yeah. It's absurd. And I mean, I think we can change that through our politics. Yeah. You know, the problem though, man, I hate
0: regulations for exactly the reasons you just said. Right. But like, there's too many shitheads out there, man. And if you allow the shitheads to do whatever they want, Mm -hmm. well, then they, they ruin it for everyone else. So it's like you have to have regulations to prevent the shitheads from shitting all over everything.
1: Agreed. And so the the question always ends up being like, what is the appropriate amount of regulations? I Mm -hmm. would love to see a tax plan that fits on like a, um, I don't know, a piece of paper front and back. Or let's say two pages, you know, three pages, whatever, mm-hmm. was currently 70,000 pages of tax law. It's impossible for me to know how to even conform to those laws. So we have to hire experts who make lots of money and take mm-hmm. money out of my pocket and your pocket. Mm-hmm. And by the way, uh, Alan and his team, they do an amazing it's job. Awesome. I'm yeah. really grateful for them. Yeah, I-, I just wish they didn't have to exist and they could help us with other stuff. They could help us with, you know, Contracts. alan is also an attorney and and i would rather have them do more meaningful work than than the uh, the part of the government that is over regulated which is certainly the the irs yeah Uh, we can and i think people in the irs will tell you that as well i'm not saying even the irs shouldn't exist or should exist what i'm saying right now is I'm so confused, I just throw my hands up because it's 70,000 pages, right? Well, yeah,
0: I think too, when I start to look at it, I can see both sides of it. Absolutely. And it's nuanced. Yeah. It is and it isn't. Yeah. It's yeah. like there's, yeah, it's, it's, there's no, unfortunately, there's no black or white answer unfortunately right
1: and and the answer is somewhere within the gray scale and it's navigating that gray scale um there's this new politician we, we could talk about this because we're on patreon and i'm not endorsing anyone here but i've been really excited personally uh, uh, and i'm not telling you to you you yourself be excited about this person but but you and i were talking about it just right before the podcast ron pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. is the mayor of south bend yeah first politician i've ever been excited about in my life first time i've ever donated to a democrat mm-hmm. um well, and you said it was the first time you've ever donated to any politician. Not right? any politician. I've oh, donated okay. to a libertarian candidate before. Okay. I voted for both in the last election, I, uh, the 2018 election I voted for both Republicans and Democrats mm-hmm. um, for governor of California and mm-hmm. also other uh, other seats as well. Yeah. Uh, and so i voted for both Rep- Republicans and Democrats. I've also I've always done so somewhat like out of a sense of civil duty and obligation. Uh, I've well, re- if you actually read people's stances on things, like that's
0: what matters. It doesn't matter what party there because you have very exactly. liberal Demo- or very liberal Republicans
1: and very conservative Democrats. And just th- Those labels become less meaningful yeah. once you get into the grayscale, the nuance, right? right? And so this Pete Buttigieg guy has been the mayor of South Bend for the last eight years. He's our age. He's 37 years old. Mm. Uh, he was born in 82, so I guess that makes him a millennial. We're, we're his older, wiser. Actually, we're not wiser at all. He's a, a Rhodes scholar. He went to Harvard. Uh, but he manages a town that reminds me, in his, I think the thing I like most about him is you could tell he has a genuine love for public service but also a love for his city. Mm. And his city reminds me a lot of Dayton. I've never been to South Bend, but I know it's a lot like the industrial Midwest, a yeah. manufacturing town. And I really enjoy his love of try. And he's, he's turned around that city. When you look at people who are residents of that city, uh, it, at the turn of the, of the decade, 2010, it was uh, ranked one of the top 10 most uh, distressed cities, oh, um,
0: um, up there with Dayton, Ohio. Huh? Yeah,
1: yeah, and and it has completely turned around in the last eight years. That's awesome, and. He is not. He strikes me as someone who isn't a politician. It's crazy because the mayor really doesn't have that much of an influence. Well, it depends if you're a weak mayor system or a strong mayor system. So uh, Dayton has a weak mayor system, so the city okay. manager really manages the city in, in Dayton, Ohio, gotcha. uh, and and the city council. In um, a strong mayor system like South Bend, the mayor has all the influence. They manage a three hundred. Uh, he managed a three hundred million dollar budget in South Bend, mm. Indiana, and that to me. It, it's real governance because you actually have to get things done as a, as a, as a strong mayor. It's not about politics at that point. It's about the governance of people Mm -hmm. because there are real problems like trash pickup and potholes. And we can't have uh, 17 committee meetings talking about it. Mm -hmm. No, we have to fix the pothole. Um, And so I've, it's the first time I've ever been in, and I'm sure we'll talk more about this on other episodes but I it's the first time I've been inspired by anyone Sean if you just put a link to his video you decide for yourself I'm not telling you to vote for anyone in particular but uh, he, he did this video I sent you Ryan uh, uh, with Trevor Noah mm-hmm. on well he they, he actually didn't do it Trevor Noah just did a video about Pete Buttigieg yeah. and um, he pokes fun at him but in the kindness of ways Yeah, and it's it's just really good. And he's refreshing because he doesn't... It. It's the first politician. Uh, Charlemagne the God did another interview with him on The Breakfast Club. And at the end of it, it was a longer interview, half hour. He goes, I'm so conflicted about you. I didn't know what to expect bringing you in here. But like I don't like politicians because mm-hmm. I don't believe politicians. Mm-hmm. But I believe you. And I feel so weird about this right now. <laughs> and so, I don't know, there was just something about it. And the thing that really made me feel good about it was the comments on that youtube video the the breakfast club video i mean we know that especially with big videos like that big platforms like that they can be toxic youtube comments can be toxic but they were the opposite of that they were so inspirational Mm -hmm. they were so good so maybe put a link to that one too uh sean but um yeah it's the first person uh who's a republican or democrat that i've ever Donated uh, money to as a so full full disclosure, um, but it doesn't mean I'm telling you to do that. You make your own decision. As Ryan ends every uh, minimal episode with, read more and get informed. Yeah. And, and I've read a lot about him. And I've read a lot about other candidates.
0: Yeah. And if anything, I hope this moves people to like dig in deeper.
1: That's exactly what I want you to do. Because you don't don't you take don't, my word for yeah, it.
0: Yeah. You don't you don't want to just be like oh I like Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. <laughs> <laughs> however you pronounce his name yeah it's like boot uh judge yeah boot a judge yeah and then just yeah and then just follow us blindly because you know josh and i i agree with about 50 percent of what we say
1: <laughs> <laughs> here's the second cartoon in this this new temporary segment this is two rats who are getting ready to walk into a cubicle farm yes and at the bottom it just says the goal isn't the exit it's the corner office oh and, man, if that isn't representative that's good.
0: That is... Man, that's, uh, that's deep right there, man.
1: Where you are the rat in the maze, and, and it's this thing that we often say, if you win the rat race, you're still a rat. Yeah. And if you're still a rat in the corner office that's not gonna make you happier necessarily. The king rat. <laughs> <You're> king rat. A <laughs> uh, Last thing, we're talking about celebrating today, Ryan, because of birthdays, right? I think ultimately that's the best gift is what's the best way to celebrate. Mm-hmm. The day we're recording this is the last day for Google+ oh now it's weird i was the king of google plus for a while you know i don't know if you know this but i think i was one of the top 10 people in all of google plus yeah i had over three hundred thousand followers personally yeah on google plus yeah and that's because i used it really well for a while when it first came out mm-hmm. and people just flocked to it for whatever reason mm-hmm. and so i had a ton of influence on a really irrelevant network right like it was relevant for maybe a metaphor man exactly I was the king rat yes on (laughs) Google plus now I never held it closely Right, it was an accident. Yeah. I I don't feel like I, like I deserved being one of the top ten or twenty people on all of Google Plus, mm-hmm. and now it's gone. To in fact, I haven't used it in the last year. Yeah, I, I remember think. they
0: sent you an email or something.
1: Hey, you're one of the top influencers. You're the number one influencer in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. You know. were like, I'm an influencer. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was the the number one person in all of Dayton, and and I think, uh, at one point, top ten with an absurd number. And those numbers, that's the whole point though. When we talk about width versus depth, Mm -hmm. like you didn't, uh, we make much more impact on a platform with fewer followers. We have fewer followers than that on Twitter, Mm -hmm. even as the minimalists. but we have a lot more, um, we're not influencers, we have influence. We are able to influence some people using that platform. We're able to communicate with it. And that's how you are able to be influential.
0: so Google Plus, yeah, they're gone. I forgot they that they shut down, man. Yeah. I uh, I, I didn't use it that often. So it, it's
1: like literally, they're deleting everything. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And the thing, the lesson I'm taking away from this is is celebrate while we can because everything ends, ultimately. Yeah. Whether it's this podcast, there's going to be a final episode of this podcast at Eventually, some point. Eventually, man. At some point, there will be a final episode. Yep. There'll be a final book. There'll be a final blog post. There'll be a final conversation that you and I have. Yeah. Even in private, there'll be a final, at some point, everything in, mm. so celebrate it now. Mm. We don't have to wait for the birthday to celebrate the lives of the people that we love. That's good, man. All right, it looks like Podcast Sean has some surprise questions for us. Let's see how many of these we can get to, Ryan. All right. Amber and Rochester. My son is eight months, and he'll be having his first birthday in just a few months. And I was wondering if you guys had any advice as to how to send out the invitation asking for no gifts. Um, Any advice would be great. So I I think we we covered this in the minimal episode, but let's just reiterate here. Don't send out something that says no gifts, no gifts, no gifts. Mm -hmm. Tell them what – you can say no physical gifts. Or you can just say your presence is the best
0: present.
1: Ah, I love it. I I taught that to Ella this week during – uh, but she doesn't understand homonyms yet, so I was trying to explain what a homonym is, and yeah, it went off the rails quickly. Look, a pink car. Here's the thing: you're doing this birthday party for you. You're not doing it for your eight month old or your one year old. Mm. Let's let's just be clear on that. Yeah, they're not going to remember it. I they're mean, not going to remember it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that Amber is trying to create a meaningful experience for her kid, and as a one year old, it's really nice to like make a one year old smile and make them laugh. And mm. yes, you want to do that. Um, and, and, and maybe it is uh, to, to, you know, to bring some other kids in the mix and like get them, you know, associating with other kids or whatever it is. But yeah, ultimately, your kid is not going to remember this birthday. They're only going to remember it because you've taken pictures and yeah. because you're reminding them of, oh, this is your first birthday.
1: So maybe you're doing it for their future self yeah. as you have, have uh, you can catalog it and that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wouldn't put too much emphasis on their experience other than make sure they're smiling. If they're smiling, it is a great birthday mm-hmm. experience. Don't say no on the invitation. Tell them what you're saying yes to. Brad from New York has a question. What do you do with an unwanted gift given by a person of very limited means? In this case, it was a proportionally big sacrifice for the giver and a very thoughtful item, but I'm not getting any value from it. Any ideas as to how I can respect their gesture without being burdened by an unwanted item? So
0: it sounds like Brad got a gift from someone who doesn't have, like, maybe maybe they're not rich; they don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So they went out of their way to give up a resource that they have a limited amount of. They gave a disproportionate amount of that resource. Yeah, uh, Brad. I mean, this is it's still your gift, and it. I mean, I appreciate the angle, and maybe there's a reason to be a little bit more sensitive or a little bit more aware of this of this person's feelings, but. A bad gift is a bad gift. And if you want to show them appreciation, then uh, I, I know a lot of people, like I had a lot of mentees who they had a bunch of unwanted gifts and they're like, I don't want to donate them. And I feel like I should almost ask if these people want these gifts back. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, do that. Like go to this person and be like, hey, you know what? I'm not getting as much use out of this as I thought. Um, I don't want to waste your money. Right? Is this something that you, is this something that you could use? If not, then sell it and, you know, give them the money back. I mean, there's there's really no shame in that. I know it's like kind of taboo or like maybe that's not the, the you know, the the way, the perfect scenario, I guess, but, but it's still a scenario and it still is showing that person respect. That's
1: really what matters, Brad. You got to show this person respect. What we're talking about right here, Ryan, is the gift of radical honesty. And that's mm. what Brad needs to give his friend at yeah. this point. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate the sentiment behind this and I am not ungrateful. I am grateful for this. However, I'm not getting value from it. And it's a hard conversation. It's the gift of a difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that doesn't feel like a gift in the moment because there's no sugar on that on that pill. Yeah. The, diff, the the true difficult conversation is radically honest. Yeah. But it's going to strengthen your relationship in the long term. Say, look, I know you have limited resources. By the way, money's one limited resource. Mm-hmm. But if your friend Donated 60 hours of their time, that's another resource, and you're like, oh, I didn't want you to donate 60 hours of your time. To teach me how to dance, yeah. Like I don't want to learn how to dance. It's a, it's it's still a bad gift, right? right? Now we're not going to communicate it that way. We're not going to say this is a bad gift. No. We're simply going to say I'm not getting value from it, and so I don't feel good about it. I know you want me to feel good. So is there any way that we can return this gift?
0: Yeah, and even to say that I'm not getting value, I mean that's a polite way of saying like this is a bad gift. But maybe you know m- maybe you say something along the lines of uh, Brad, like man, I'm I'm not using this as much as I thought I would. And I really want to make sure that it gets used the way it should. So, yeah, I'm either going to give it back to you or I'm going to find an appropriate home. What do you think about, like, because I could see where you get caught in the trap, too, of like, oh, you know, let's say you bought me a $500 video game system. And I'm like, oh, okay, great, thanks. But I don't, you know, I'm not really going to play these video games. And, like, I end up selling it. Like, I might then feel obligated, like, oh, now I have to match this $500 gift that Josh got me. Now I got to get him a $500 gift. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the trap you don't want to fall into.
1: Right. Again, think because that's comparison, right? Mm -hmm. And we've, we've talked about comparison on past episodes. One we did with Rachel Cruz was a really good one. And, the thing to think about here is I'm buying this gift because I hope it adds value to your life. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna take some resources. It's gonna take my time, my attention, my energy, maybe my skills, mm-hmm. if I'm making something, and it's gonna take my money.
0: Yeah.
1: Money's just one resource. Right. And what's missing from that $500 gaming system I just bought you is I didn't give you any of my attention. Mm-hmm. Because if I were to give you my attention, that would that would have led to me better understanding what would add value to you. Yeah. What what would be a good gift for Ryan? No, I didn't give that, any of that to you. I didn't use my skills at all. Yeah, I didn't use my energy, really. It's easy for me to hop onto Amazon and one-click buy a video game system. Hell, I can have it gift-wrapped and drop-shipped to your house. I don't even have to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's just using one resource. So remember, there are other resources there as well, yeah. and I think that's part of the, Brad's conversation. Let your friend know, during your difficult conversation, the gift of radical honesty, mm-hmm. let them know that I... I understand that you have limited resources. Yeah. And I don't want to take up this many of your resources. There's something else you can do for me, mm-hmm. and here's what that is.
0: Amber, whether you know, this Amber. Brad. Oh, I, know, Brad. I know. I know. Amber, whether it's your 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 one year old Brad, whether it's your friend, like people want to be respected. They want to be loved. They want to be appreciated. So like that's what really matters. And if you're going out of your way, Amber, Brad, if you're going out of your way to show love, to show appreciation, to, to be respectful. Yeah, there might be some uncomfortable bits and some uncomfortable parts, but like you really can't go wrong if that is what you're going into it with.
1: Marie is from Marcel. Where is Marcel? I tend to get a lot of gift cards as presents, and having a gift card just makes me want to spend it, which sometimes leads to buying unnecessary items. Any advice for what to do to get rid of them? Unwanted gift cards. The thing about gift cards, I I personally dislike them. Across the board, dislike them. Mm -hmm. I, again, appreciate the sentiment. Well,
0: you don't like gifts in general, so...
1: Right, but the reason I dislike gift cards is because I have a really thin wallet, and if I add anything else to it, I notice it because I have OCD. Mm -hmm. But also, then I start to... I'm actually in the same... uh, predicament is marie i then feel obligated to use the thing yeah. so i have a couple friends uh in fact i first met nate green who's been on this podcast before we did he just he went through a breakup and we did a whole podcast episode with him yeah, about good. breakups i think it was 155 maybe um but we did that breakup episode with him but the, what led up to that is we were in a coffee shop together zoo town in, in missoula and he just came up to me after he was leaving he said hey man I really get value from your work. I want to get, show you a token of my appreciation. I, clearly, so here's a token. Clearly, you like coffee. Here is because I was drinking coffee. Here's a gift card, so you you, you like the coffee of this coffee shop. So mm-hmm. I know you'll get some value from it. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Now. The problem with, with that gift card for me, this was not Nate's problem, is I always forgot to use it. So every time I went there, I'm like, well, here's $5 cash. I'll buy my coffee, give you a tip. And I'm like, oh, as soon as I finish, I, yeah, I, forget, to. I forget to use it. However, there's another kind of gift card and it's just like the obligatory. Like imagine for your birthday, right? I got, has it has an Andrew Jackson on the front of it. It's <laughs> <this is> a <laughs> gift card. <laughs> I, those are the best kind. Yeah. Um, um, the Andrew Jackson's on the twenty. I think so. Yeah, um, terrible president, great dollar bill. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the the uh, gift card like, imagine if it's your birthday, I give you a Ruby Tuesdays gift card. Okay. Now I, I would never even go to Ruby Tuesdays. Right, and now you're in Marie's predicament where yeah. you're like, okay, now I'm feeling compelled to buy this or yeah. or spend this. I have another friend who gets me Starbucks gift cards, and yeah. I, like they know in the 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 sentiment is good. They know I like coffee. Yeah. But they don't realize I, I don't like bad coffee. Yeah. And and so I don't know. If I got a gift card that I don't that I don't
0: necessarily know how to use, uh honestly, man, like I will usually ask my friends, Hey, do you shop at this place? Do you eat a Ruby Tuesdays? Mm. I don't, but I got this gift card. I'd love to pass it on and like yeah. I love it I love to see it get some use. Uh podcast Sean, you might want to Google um Companies that will transfer gift card balances to a credit card.
1: Cardcash.com is one of them.
0: Yeah. So it's like, it's this awesome service where it's like they will take a small percentage, a large percentage, yeah. or it's whatever least, it is.
1: It's like three to eight percent. Okay. But yes, yeah, so let's say someone gives you a $100 gift card. Mm-hmm. Instead of that rotting in your wallet, You can find a way to get it. You can convert it. Yeah, you can convert it. You can have $92 in your hand. Yeah. Well, they say $92 in the hand is better than a bird in the bush. Yeah, it's
0: exactly the same.
1: (laughs) All right. Annette from Patreon says, My husband and I recently celebrated his 40th birthday. Congratulations. With a lovely night out. Fuck, We're going to be 40 soon, man. (laughs) A couple more years. (laughs) We had a lovely night out at a nice restaurant. I made the plans and bought a new dress. By the end of the night... He made a comment that I didn't give him a gift, and seemed disappointed. What is your advice for how to respond to this? I felt sad, and Aww. the conversation stopped after this. Aww. Here's my thoughts, and Ronnie, I think you might differ from me on this. Probably, um, Annette, I think you got yourself a gift. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean,
0: Annette, you you didn't. Uh, well, you know what? Actually, I don't even want to start it with Annette. You didn't, because that's kind of that's kind of negative. And Annette, you went way out of your way to provide an amazing experience for your husband, which which you thought was going to be an awesome experience. So, to your point, Josh, yes, Annette did exactly what she thought was going to be a great night, a great experience. So, if anything, just learn from this, and moving forward, like talk to the people who you want to get a gift for. This is like getting someone a gift without talking to them first or without knowing, you know, what just a small expectation is of theirs, Mm -hmm. like that is, um, it's really not thoughtful if you think about it.
1: Well, and that's that's where this went wrong. It was all about expectations. Mm. It sounds like you got him a gift thinking that the dress that you purchased and the, for yourself, by the way, nothing wrong with buying a dress for yourself, Mm -hmm. but he may not see that as a gift for him. He might see that as a Matrix DVD, right? Yeah. Uh, even if she bought like some lingerie and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna give you this, you know, this
0: gift of this lingerie." Like, again, like if it's not something that, if it's it's again, it's still buying it for you in mm-hmm. a way, because because I can see where buying a dress is like, oh, I bought this sexy dress, and I mean, even take it further where you
1: buy sexy lingerie, you're still buying something for yourself,
0: right? You know? Right,
1: and and the same with with the the meal right yeah he had a different expectation and there's nothing wrong with his expectation Mm -hmm. and where the disconnect was and you both felt upset about it is you both had expectations here Mm -hmm. you had the expectation you were doing something good and you know what annette your intentions were outstanding and you did do something awesome like i i think she did do something great it just didn't consider what his expectations were and there's
0: nothing wrong with that like Just, if anything, just tell your husband like, oh, you know what? I really appreciate you being honest with me that you expected a gift. And uh, I think going forward when we have these situations where we want to celebrate and we want to uh exchange gifts or provide a gift for one another we just need to do a better job of expressing like what that exact expectation is
1: make our expectations known and we do this weird dance in our mm. in our culture in our society where it's like i i shouldn't tell you exactly what i want because then it feels transactional mm-hmm. but then i ex- get upset if you don't get me exactly what i want <laughs>
0: What a paradox. It's it's,
1: it's the worst double bind. Yeah, dude. The double bind of gift giving.
0: Mariah and I's first Christmas together, she was like, she's like, I know you're not big on gifts, but like, is there anything you really, really want? And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at this Bose speaker that's like 300 bucks. I was like, but I'll get that myself. She's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I can't buy you that. And I'm like, yeah, I totally understand that, but. Yes, like if you want to know what I want, here's what I want. I don't expect you to get it for me.
1: Oh, that's a better expectation yeah. too. I don't expect it is 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 leaving some room for that person to mm-hmm. say, I can't get it or I won't get it. And and so letting them know what your expectations are, but also what your expectations aren't. By the way, since then they've
0: come out with a new speaker uh-huh. that's just as good for like a third of the cost.
1: Maybe we can get one of those in here so Sean isn't constantly (laughs) fumbling around with the speaker we're using. All right. Rachel from Patreon says, as a minimalist, my family knows not to buy me physical gifts and instead buy me experiences or gift cards. I just imagine that's how she says it to her family. Rachel, why are you so mean to your family? Anyway. Yes. Keep going. (laughs) This is how the voice of my head talks to to people in my life. No, here's Rachel's real voice. However, I always feel guilty buying someone else a physical gift, even if they're not a minimalist. This is tricky because gift cards can feel inauthentic. They certainly can. And there are other events such as bridal or baby showers where a physical gift is expected. Any tips on this? Yeah, Rachel, stop worrying
0: about how you feel about the gift and worry more about how the person you're giving the gift to feels because that's what really matters. I mean, whether you're a minimalist or not, like if Mariah wanted, let's go back to the Bose speaker. She's like, yeah, I really wanted this Bose speaker. And it's like, it's really going to add a bunch of value to her life. I'm not going to be like, sorry, Mariah, yeah. we're minimalists. I don't buy physical gifts.
1: But le- as long What's as you your next a-
0: preference? As long it- as you
1: can afford it, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I- I- absolutely.
0: If absolutely. you're like, I want a brand new Lexus. But to feel guilty but to feel guilty about buying a physical gift, that is, that's Rachel's preference because she doesn't like physical gifts. And as a minimalist, she doesn't like to buy physical items. But when you're doing something for somebody else, you've got to leave your preference out of it. Right. I mean, if I said to you, Josh, you know what? I really do want a birthday present this year, and I want it to be, uh, you know, gay porn. Like I want you to buy me a bunch of gay porn oh, for my I have birthday. So much
1: fun <laughs> shopping
0: for it. <laughs> but, but my point is, is like that's not your preference.
1: It doesn't yeah. matter what your preference is, man. I mean, If you if you legitimately
0: if, went to me and said, hey... If that was somehow,
1: for some reason against my values, that'd oh, be sure. something different, but yeah. like, it's not. So it, it would be... Right, I'm I'd just trying do, to think of something extreme where it's I know like, what I'm getting you for your birthday. <laughs> Here, here's, here's what I'll, I'll add to that, Ryan. I think ultimately what you're saying is don't batter people with your beliefs. Yeah, yeah. And, and as long or as... your it, preferences, oh, yeah. Right, and it, as we talked about during the Minimal episode, like, the your beliefs... Mm -hmm. are not the same thing as your values i don't want you to compromise your values yeah but your beliefs just get you down that path yeah maybe a better example is is a bag of onions there you go
0: you hate onions yeah but i'm like i love onions right i want two bags of onions for my birthday Mm -hmm. and if you were like oh no ryan see i don't like buying onions so i can't get you that next like that is that's you're you're not showing love and respect and support at that point
1: I would definitely buy you onions on your birthday, and I would still kiss you (laughs) afterward. (laughs) For my birthday, I want you to not kiss me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. That's it for today. Love people, use things. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Thanks so much for the support, y'all.
0: The (laughs) minimalists.